You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Waste Disposal Center 3 on the original Death Star. Vocal fam! Hello! Guess who is back? It's me! <laughs> that was such a long pause. <laughs> that, was, that was actually the perfect uh, <laughs> Michael pause. Um, it's me! Just gotta finish the bacon and then, yeah. Uh, we have not had Michael back on, Vocal Fam, since I think 2021 Christmas? To last Christmas. Right? I think that so. right. I think it's been 12 full months. Because yeah. you were definitely Wild. with us for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Which was mm-hmm. a year ago. What? Are that you for was, real? That, Yo, well, I've lost all sense of time. So, Vocal Fam, here we are, Vocal Fry Christmas 6. We have been Ooh. doing a Christmas special now for six years in a row. Wow. It started with Last Jedi. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then I think the year after that, we had done the finale of Doctor Who Series 11. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Is that for real? That does sound for real because I think. I think. I think so. And did then, we do Rise of Skywalker for a Christmas? Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker was three years ago. Vocal Fry Christmas three, which was episode one hundred. Bonkers. Um, and you joined us for that, Michael, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was Rise of Skywalker twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty. I'm trying to remember what we did that season for Vogel Fry Christmas, Sarah, in 2020. Uh, I know 2021 was Mandalorian season. F- no, 2020 was, was 2020 Mando, Mando season two. Because wasn't last year Dune? No. Did we do Dune for the Christmas Am special? Am I crazy? No. Did I, I make that up? Un-Christmassy. No, we didn't. Do, did we did we Spider-Man do? for the Christmas You're special. Right. Spider-Man a year ago. 2020 was I was don't know. 2020 was when Leah had joined us as well I have lost for Mandalorian season two. Luke Skywalker of time. Nothing yeah. is happening anymore. <laughs> so vocal fam, um, Michael is back with us. Um, we thought there would be no better way this Christmas season in lieu of a big MCU, uh, big Star Wars project, we had none. What better way than to celebrate with this year, a review of this year's sort of uh, Christmas spectacular of of, uh, Spirited. And I know we're going to have a spirited discussion about this because I think we have some varied and sundry opinions on, on Spirited, the opera musical movie. It was a lot of singing. <laughs> it, it was, was a lot of singing. The movie singing. even comments on how much singing there is. But yeah. uh, also, then before I we expected. before we dive in, um, Vocal Fam, I, we, we are also going to, since we have Michael and Sarah and me all in the same place uh, for Vocal Fire Christmas 6, we are also mm-hmm. going to give you our wrap-up of the MCU Phase 4, like post-Phase mm-hmm. 4 sort of, sorry, Michael, that I did not prepare you for that, but uh, just sort of um, post we have now completed phase four. What were our thoughts overall on phase four um, before we, yeah. just, just for the holiday season? Um, <laughs> also, but since we're going to drop this tomorrow, um, just uh, thinking about all of us about to go through this polar vortex, 
Um, it's going to be so cold. And uh, praying for you and your house's pipes and your heat and your uh, snowmageddon and it your holiday be travel. It's cold without snow. Like, that's it's going to be thing. real cold. I hate being cold. I hate it. I hate it. Anyway, so, Michael, uh, y- you are uh, enjoying your uh, whatever you're doing in life right now? Oh, yes. I'm enjoying my whatever I'm doing very much. My whatever. Uh, Good. My, uh, you know, I'm a... Uh, I'm in a I'm in a ministry training program right now. It's very enjoyable, and uh, the practicals of that are great because it means, um, guys, this is the weirdest time in my life. I'm known as a pianist here. What? <laughs> Amazing. What? Yeah, they're like I get asked to play key. Like so, where I'm at, there, there's a a worship set every single day at this location. Okay. I'm playing the keys almost every day, like. It is, and, and I just need you to know. Now listen, but, 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 how are your gospel chord subs coming? That's what that's what the world wants to know. No, what the world really needs to—that might be what they want to know. But what they need to know <laughs> is that although Pasek and Paul indeed must be stopped, their chord voicings have made it into every worship song <laughs> in the last ten years now. So <laughs> I swear it's because. I kind of blame that on The Greatest Showman. Don't know when The Greatest Showman came out. Don't remember what year that was. But I do know how obsessed people are with that. Because I I have had people bring their kids. This has happened multiple times. Brought their like kids to take group lessons. Because they want them to sing that Million Dreams thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Know, Isn't yeah. that the one that the wife sings? Yep. And then like, the kids pretty. Sing. That's like a pretty. But when they're little, they sing it. But they're like oh, kids when they sing it. They like it is. They do grow up to be the wife and husband, but they're little kids, and people love to hear their little girls sing that song. Oh. I bet people out there can relate with this. Someone out there, someone out there, is someone who has that shared experience. Because my memory of that song, I thought a I mean, on that song once. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I saw Greatest Showman, and my memory of that is that that's the wife's song when things are like in trouble. The little they she so the first time they sing it is when she's a little girl, and Amazing. he's a little boy because they were just like. Friends. I don't remember there's, that, Nick. There's a different song you're thinking about where she's like kind of doing a. There's like a. There's oh, a, like, what's the song I'm thinking of? Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. You're right. And then their kids sing it too, The Million Dream. Oh, yeah. So, no. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know what people. And don't get me wrong, it's enjoyable. So, we ran a poll this Christmas on my Facebook to see what the best version of a Christmas carol was ever and muppet christmas dominated it wasn't even a contest it wasn't it wasn't even it was it was a it was a slaughter um it was a christmas yuletide annunciation uh pronunciation of the greatest version of a christmas carol being a muppet christmas michael kane and kermit the frog so i had actually never seen a muppet christmas carol and I was so inspired by everybody <laughs> on that Facebook post being like, yes, this is the best one. This is the most vocal fry thing of this entire episode. I, yeah, it, so far. But not at all surprised. I had just never seen it. I never had. So last weekend, I actually watched it. I was like, let's just see what it's all about. And uh, yeah, you know what? Somehow... It was nothing like what I expected. Oh, no. And everything. I didn't even know Michael Caine was in it. Oh, and, like, Michael Caine doesn't sort of just sort of do it. 
Michael Caine he goes, goes like all the way. Hundred yeah. like, percent. Like this is the acting of my life right here. Like, right. Like sometimes honestly, I would forget there were Muppets. Like it was. So, he was so serious <laughs> that sometimes I would forget that the ever the, the puppets were everywhere. Right. It was well, great. It was great. I like it. I think it. that's why it works. I think it's because yeah. he took it so he and them they took it so seriously that it's like okay this is allowed to be heartwarming which goes right into we'll get into my issues with spirited in a minute but you know <laughs> well anyway so spirited being a modern sort of new ish it i it, it felt kind of like a fresh take on a christmas carol to me yeah. i don't i don't think we've seen this sort of uh, interpretation of the Dickens. Um, my son would like me to point out, I'm sure, um, <laughs> that the Dickens is absolutely the best version of A Christmas Carol, just I'm reading sure. the original. Um, How Anglican of him. <laughs> How theater snobby of him. Yes, A Christmas Carol is an Anglican morality play, if you don't know that, in terms of genre. That's right. what it originally is, so, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway... Anyway, all right, onwards to Spirited. Um, produced by both uh, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds' companies and Apple TV um, in coordination, which is how they came up with the budget, I'm sure, was combining multiple production companies to come up with this. Uh, My goodness. God, big budget. Will um, Ferrell said, I should do Elf again. The, all the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Ferrell, you know, this is the first thing Will Ferrell's done that's kind of hit the, uh, I feel like the pop culture zeitgeist in a little bit. I think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be completely honest. Outside of Christmas movies, I'm not always the biggest Will Ferrell fan. It doesn't, his, yeah, sure. I mean, his humor right. generally doesn't do anything for me, but I do love Elf. And I enjoyed this. I, I, in 2000, 2005, me absolutely adored Anchorman. Um, oh, I was not allowed to watch that. <laughs> well, I, mean, I went just... to see that with my mom in the seventh grade. It was really <laughs> awkward and we left halfway through. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, no, he hasn't done as much. But he has not been as much in the pop culture uh, sort of well, front line. You know what? I take that back. People loved him in that Eurovision thing. Yes, that's true. Uh, I don't know if they loved it. I haven't seen that it. That was probably the but, last time he was sort but of. But I do yeah. see a lot of like memes and like things on TikTok of people pulling random stuff from it. Whereas Senor Ryan Reynolds, um, oh, he's take the world by storm. I mean, one of the today's true few movie stars. Yeah, along yeah. with DiCaprio and a handful of other people who are actually sort of bona fide movie stars. Um, I love Ryan Reynolds. What I love about Ryan Reynolds is even in his own life, he is the meta version of Deadpool in real life and we got a little bit of that in this movie which yeah. i yeah. think is what kept me in it um that sounds right but uh okay so let's 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 first go to the music of Pasek and Paul this is a singing podcast we do a lot about musical theater in this podcast um let, let, let's 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 get let's get it right off the bat here let, let's talk a little bit about this is not their first foray into christmas music what else have they done Christmas? Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I live in a They rock. did Christmas Story the musical. 
you know what? I have a weird thing. I do not like A Christmas Story, the movie, because I was forced to watch it so much as a child. It's because it was um, on TNT for 24 hours a day. Yes. Always yes. jealous of and, that And my uncle would turn it on uh, whenever that marathon started, yeah, and, and that's all it. that was on, on repeat. And so, and there was nothing else to do at their house, and so I had to watch it on repeat for our, to the point that I voluntarily would, like, go help, like, clean. Because, oh, it's a big ball. Oh, it's a bowling was, ball. Oh, <laughs> yes, I love it very much. All that being said, exactly. that, like, said fun, distaste has transferred over, and I have not paid any attention. Over the years, I had developed a certain taste for soaps. Uh, <laughs> oh, y'all are just quoting. <laughs> Like Sorry. Well. Anyway. Anyway, so it's not their first foray into into Christmas, uh, Christmas musicals. Musicals. In yes. fact. So what did we think of the songs? What did we think of the overall... Uh... So I thought... This is what I kept thinking about. Um, okay, so like I've heard people make the claim that... Uh, I think just because there's two of them, people say, Pasek and Paul, they're the Rodgers and Hammerstein of our generation. And it's not true. You know who they are? They're Cole Porter. Because here's why. That here's the right. Cole Here's the Cole Porter quote. You know, Cole Porter was the guy who said, you can take any of my songs and pull them out of any musical that I wrote. Put them anywhere else. Put them in any other other musical in any other order. And that is the music of Pasek and Paul. And I've never felt it more than in this show where I went, oh, this is a million dreams. This is come alive. This is, uh, this is, uh, this is their never enough. Uh Uh-huh. This is never enough. This is, uh, what was it? Oh, this is, uh, only us. But with but with uh, middle-aged people instead of teenagers, it was like well, the, started... and, and what was the one that was clearly when I stopped us while we were watching it, Sarah, and I was like, and I was like, oh, here it comes, and it was definitely the four forever moment. I was like, mm-hmm. oh gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so oh. I, I see that mm-hmm. I see that argument for sure. I feel like if there had been maybe half the number of songs. I would have yes. just loved it. But some of the songs just felt really superfluous and like were just sort of meh. Some of the songs I really liked. Like, I, and maybe it's just that I really love Patrick Page. And so his song, like his like... His spooky spooky song? Yeah, I loved that. That was great. It was. But some of them I was like, uh, we don't, we don't I, have I, I think this. the best song in the show is the one... Of the, I've got two great, two favorite songs. The one is that duet that I just made fun of. I think it is lovely. Um, yeah. I just think it's exactly like the other one. But I just think that that I th- maybe I think I like that moment in the movie. Yeah. The most. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. The, but in terms of songs, it's Ryan Reynolds' uh, uh, Twitter hatred song. You know, uh, his oh. Twitter war song about feed that hate, feed that hate. I was it like, was hysterical. It. Yes. Yeah. I there is something so. Uh, Almost, what's the word? Uh, I, I it, and it speaks to what you were just saying. Uh, the, the idea of their songwriting itself being so formulaic mm-hmm. that it nothing nothing surprised me. I was right. waiting for something to surprise me, even though I will say within that some of these songs like really made me smile. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were fun songs. There, there were some bops, but so how, this so how, I'm a sorry. bop. They were a bop. Okay, is, now is, I, it, are, uh, is this really your first time? I, I we haven't been able to hang out as much. He's not getting to. He's Nick, not getting to bop. hear the new the slang. 
I feel out of a place bop. now. A jam. I, uh, a jam. Well, Judge. I mean, we've been. Bop using is it. apparent. I don't know. That's just the is, word that came yeah, to mind. Bop is the new jam. Is that yeah. the T? No. 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 That's, that's not how T works. No, that's no, not no. how T works. Build the T. Oh. I can't. It's closer to the wig, like wig snatched, you know? Yikes. Like Patrick and Paul did not snatch my wig at any moment. No wigs were snatched. I felt like this was a perfectly enjoyable Christmas movie. I will probably watch it at Christmas every year. But it won't be my, like, elf or Home Alone or the Santa Claus where I'm like, I have to watch this. It'll be like my Santa Claus 2. Are those your three, Sarah? What you just named? Um, yeah. What are, El- what are elf, your three? Elf, Home Alone, Home and the Alone, Santa Claus. and the Santa But that's Claus. actually the reverse order. Like, if I had to order them, like, what is my most Christmassy? I must watch this. This begins Christmas for me. The Santa Claus is my number one. I'm actually, I have been putting off watching it. I'm going to watch it today. It will make me cry. I think it encapsulates like, my feelings of Christmas as a child. Tim <laughs> Allen, the Santa Claus. Yes. Just so I'm clear on that what one about. encapsulates my feelings of Christmas as a child and my Christmas experience in childhood. Home alone is my number two i love watching people get hurt it is hysterical not get hurt seriously hurt but like comedic slacks slaps have you ever seen like the MythBusters episode about that like that that every single thing would have killed those yeah that's what jamie was telling me and i was like i don't care this movie is hysterical and then elf is my number three because it is just cheesy christmassy magic and i love it what are your three michael my three are the original Rudolph the Red Red Nosed Reindeer, Burlive. Like like Claymation Rudolph. Yeah. I love that stop one. Stop yes. That one, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Amazing. That, okay. that is so that, specific. That is my favorite Christmas movie. I'll tell you. Yeah, it's it, that movie is incredible. Um, and I don't know that I have a third one because by that time, we're all mad at each other. So we only get through those two, um, oh. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Uh, but, I just but, watch these on my own. Single All the Way is the one where it's like, it's like, yeah, have you all seen this movie? Yes. Guys, I think so, yeah. That is the one because, okay, like, my family uh, growing up, we were, shall we say, a bit materialistic. And so <laughs> there was just something about this story about this one, about this dad desperately trying to find this one toy. And so it just, like, gets me. And I have to, like, hold it in because sometimes I, like, start to cry a little bit and I'm like this is the dumbest thing to cry about in your whole life Michael I get it though (laughs) I get it though so that's like with this because the Santa Claus y'all the Santa Claus like low-key provided the basis for me continuing to believe in Santa as a child I was like this this explains it someone has made a movie explaining how Santa works and how it could still be a thing I'm so glad someone's done this for me (laughs) The propaganda, it's working. I loved it. I loved it. And I just, it was, I don't know. There's just something magical about it. Mm. I'm trying to think of what mine would even be. I, I, uh, Um, one of them is not a movie, but it is what we're going to watch today. Yeah. I mean, Christmas starts for me when Matt Smith says that we're halfway out of the dark at the end of Christmas Carol, Doctor Who, a Christmas Carol, which we are all going to watch this evening um, to celebrate Vocal Fry Christmas uh, with our little gift exchange. Is that the one with the fish? Yes, the the sharks and the cloud belt. Um, And that beautiful in the bleak mid, in the bleak mid window. I'll say that I feel like, I, I feel like less about that one specifically, but I will say like for the last decade or so, minus the last couple, 
I've really looked forward to a Doctor Who special every year, and that's something my heart has missed. I've missed it so years. much. And that RTD has promised to bring yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I'm ready yes. for it. So, uh, in, in, in fact, I've heard rumors that we are going to get a Christmas special in 2023. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. That, that we're not just going to get the 360th anniversary specials, that. but that we will get a shooty... Billy, uh, whatever it. her name is, uh, not Billy. Uh, no, Mil- Mi- mm. Millie. Is it Millie? Millie. I'm gonna be honest. I can only remember um, her character's name. Um, yeah, Ruby Sunday. Yeah, because that's um, a very that's a stick in your head kind of. Millie name. Gibson. Yeah. Millie Gibson. That's probably right. Yeah. That um, seems but accurate. apparently they're gonna we're gonna get a Christmas special in 2023. I think. Yay. Um, bef- oh, either that or it's 2024, and then they go right into the season. I'm not sure which. Mm. Um. But, uh, so yeah, it's, it kind of, for me, I'll be honest, since Thanksgiving week, like that week, my family and I did watch Home Alone because I mean, it's, it's, it's Home Alone. John Williams is just a freaking legend. I love it. Um, uh, I mean, my gosh. Um, uh, I I think for me, if I actually had to like say like a, a kind of like feature, it's Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, that's a good one. That's a um, good one. That's, that's definitely one. that is definitely the that is definitely the soundtrack of my Christmas holiday. Like the, yeah, the Charlie Brown sure. Christmas special. Uh, Christmas time is here. I'll have to send you a TikTok that uh, someone sent me about the soundtrack to the Charlie Brown Christmas, and it was hysterical. And yes, yeah, I would say that for me. Um, but the it, it's sort of a more contemporary um, thing for me. I, I I will admit, Sarah, I kind of tired of a Christmas story. Um, Anyone like would it, like because I've watched it. I could quote every line in that movie Anybody without question. Would. Um, and I there was a could period of my life times. where I absolutely adored it. Um, but mm. the thing that kills me is uh that really gets me sort of in the spirit and uh of christmas and the holiday and whatever is is um polar express i love the pol- that would be if i had a fourth that would because be that's that's dad me with my kids Aww. i was about to say um, what i hear in your choices are are you're going from you're you've gotten progressively less bro-y and, and more that, that like, like anchor man, but now I'm a dad, so polar now I'm a dad, Express, so I like know? the Polar <laughs> Express. Uh, exactly. Josh Groban singing "Believe" that also makes me tear up yeah. and cry. Don't know why, but Gosh, it does. I just love you that song so much. Wait, different believe, sorry. No, that's <laughs> that that share. <laughs> they sing in the same range and have the same timbre. You know. <laughs> I love the Polar Express. Um, that's a good one. Okay, that's so one. so back to spirited. Right. Um, right. This movie. I will say I absolutely adored Will Ferrell's performance in this in this yes, film. Yes, he's really good. It was basically like watching Buddy the Elf Part Two. Yes, is what I felt like, and it worked. Yeah, yeah, it worked. I gotta I gotta ask you guys this though. So okay, so like I, okay, real quick, I'll read you. I asked my family because we watched it as a family, and then I watched it a second time, and I will say my opinion is probably skewed by the fact that as a family we collectively decided that this movie was terrible. And then the second time I watched it, I just wrote, I hated it less this time, okay? But hey, I that's, my, that's a thing! I, I asked my family last night for a one-sentence review each, so my dad said Amazing. it was stupid. Um, my mom said, I didn't really think it was funny, and those are the two funniest people. My sister said, it dragged on. And my brother said, I get that it was trying to tell a story with the songs, but none of the songs sounded good. And that's something I actually wanted to bring up with you is like, 
I feel like part of my issue with the songs is actually that I just didn't want to listen to Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell sing as much as I did. I agree with that. <laughs> I, I, it's one of my biggest pet peeves with a lot of movie musicals, even though I, I do generally enjoy movie musicals, if you are going to do one, particularly one with a lot of singing, get actors who can't sing. Get act. I was so upset when Patrick Page's song cut short because he was the only person that I actually wanted to listen to sing. I will say, I the two things surprised me. I think the most about this one that there was as much music as there it was. was. A lot of music. So like much. it really was a musical. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, to its it own meta acknowledgement. And yes. I did it for, and I as much music as there was, I was glad it was sort of meta about it because otherwise it yes. would have been ooh. I wish here's what I, I wish. I think going to what the point about like hiring maybe better actor singers. Mm-hmm. I think had they pushed the meta ness further Mm -hmm. It works with the cast that they have. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Or hire better singers. Yes. <laughs> or hire better singers. There are yeah. so many people in Hollywood even. I'm not even saying they have to go to Broadway to find people. Right. like Or whatever. There are just so many people that can sing. Um, And so I... And they did fine. It was they just did fine. fine. They did fine. I was just sitting there thinking, what if somebody who wasn't Will Ferrell was singing that unredeemable song? Yeah. Well, and seriously, flashlight, and great song, terrible flashlight dancers. What the heck? Like, and I'm not listen. Yes. I am not saying that I'm a Broadway professional or anything, but I would slay that Will Ferrell role. And if uh, anybody wants to hire me to to uh, to play uh, the Will Ferrell role in spirited the musical stage version, um, oh I am available. <laughs> it just. I just didn't want to listen to them sing that much. I think maybe that's my thing with oh, I wish there were fifty percent of the songs in it. It was just that at some point I was like, I really, I don't have to hear y'all being auto tuned anymore. The I'm other, over it. I know, hello with the, the Ryan Reynolds auto tune. So oh my yeah. gosh! Um, like in that, it, it, the one song that Ryan Reynolds sang where there's like a big long note at the end that he holds out, and it's so obvious that he actually was not holding it out. Yeah, yeah. It was just, just like, like oh. Hey. Uh, the one right before he gets hit by the bus? Yes. No, it was earlier than that, I think. It was the at the end of the Christmas tree why one, wasn't it? Why do movies love to hit people with cars? Why do movies... Why? Why? Why do we have to do that? Why does that have to be the shocking moment? The big I will, whatever? I will say I keep... I, I cannot stop laughing at myself now thinking about, about oh. Nick singing, Am I just full of it? Am <laughs> I just full of... I'm just like... That is the moment. <laughs> oh, that good afternoon like, song. I like oh, that. Oh, yes. No, that is the Nick moment. <laughs> um, the other thing that surprised me was, God, how many of them were dance numbers? So many dance numbers. So much tap dancing. I mean, I like tap dancing. Just so much dancing. I, I, I mean... And again, they're also not dancers. Like, cause like they would do the tap dancers and you would see the people that were actually dancers doing elaborate tap dancing. And then Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds would step up and it wasn't tap dance. It was like, if you asked me to tap dance. Stop, step, step, yeah, step. It was very I much. I stopped loudly now. It was very much that Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds were movers, not dancers. A mover. Uh, I just feel like no I'm one told them no. I'm a medium mover. What's that, Michael? Yeah. 
I feel like no one told them no. I feel like that one. Yeah. I think the number oh, one issue that I have with this for movie, sure. Like when I went back and looked, I was like, I'm a hundred percent sure that Will Ferrell was in charge of this movie. And when I found out, both of them, Will they Ferrell, were both executive right, producers. Both, right when I found out that they were both producers and it was the two of them together, I was like, well, that makes perfect sense because they didn't have anyone to rein them to in. To say, hey, yeah, hey. to go. Maybe, not, maybe there should be less songs and less dancing and the movie could be 90 minutes and probably I'd get more families to watch the whole way through. But you know, you know? what? Like, with I... about with about if I may for families with about 20 less cuss words. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. my other thing. Like I I'm not a huge stickler on that like whatever. It doesn't upset me, but like if I was trying to watch that with a kid, I don't know if I'd be comfortable with it. I mean, it. you did watch it with my two children. They're not my kids. <laughs> But it was just like, and none of it was like excessively vulgar. It just seemed superfluous. Yes. It just seemed gratuitous because there were other times where they purposely made a joke about not cussing. So then I was yeah. like, it, it, it just didn't do anything yeah. for me. It seems, it comes down to this point. Like, I feel like this movie is less than the sum total of its parts. I kept going. Like, is it, it, is this, do I want a two act musical? Do I want a three act movie? Do I want a bunch of dancing? Do I want a bunch of, so there's so much there. And then I'm there's like, so I'm like, and it's like, makes it come down to like, who is this even for? You know, like, yeah, it's for kids, for it was adults. for them. That's who it was for. It was for them. And that, Ooh. I think that right there, I think is the key problem with the movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, is it a parody of a musical? Is it an actual, like, cause sometimes they're like, we want to, we want to make fun like we want to make fun we want to make a parody and then sometimes it's like no we really want to be heartfelt and make a musical it's so and, 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 it's and that was my point about it that was my point about it not going meta enough if you were gonna yeah. do that thing i yeah. think it wanted yeah. like this was an experiment to see could you take elf and combine it with deadpool and have a fun movie with with and and then also throw in greatest showman somehow and what we learned is that deadpool and elf like they're just too different it does. It's yes. not the same audience. It's not the same audience. I think they wanted the yes. people that grew up watching Elf and now like Deadpool. They wanted them to watch it and go, yeah. But like those people don't necessarily want to. Like I want one or the other. Except a lot of those people have children and wanted yeah. to show this movie to their. Children. And then they said, "Ooh, I can't do that." Oops. But like, yeah, they were hoping for fish fingers and custard. That is not what they got. It, like, uh -oh. it was fun. It was fun. And, you know, I said, like, oh, I'll probably watch again. I actually don't know if I will because I don't have Apple TV. So, and that's another thing I think is going to be an issue for them is not everybody has Apple TV. I think yeah. Apple TV was hoping this would be the way for everyone to get Apple And I TV. think they were. But what ended up happening is I went to someone's I house and watched Apple it. Apple TV was hoping that Oscar-winning actor Will Smith wasn't going to slap someone else and therefore bring them all to Apple TV with Emancipation 12 months ago. Oops. Oh my! True, true, true. Uh, well, here we are. Anyway, all right. Transitioning now off of this this lovely movie, I guess. It was, it's fun. It's a fun time. It, was it bad though? No. I don't think it was bad. It was I don't like think Hallmark it was movie level. Mm -mm. I think that was why I enjoyed. Like it was like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, I knew Did what I was getting. Did you guys catch all the references and homages to other movies in this oh, film? Oh, I got they a lot of them. Yeah, they were everywhere. Like, did you fine. see? Did you see the? Did you notice the mall Santa in the mall scene? Did you notice the Christmas setup? No. It is the <clears throat> so like the mall scene With where the they're slide? in the path. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, I noticed I that. I looked carefully. It is a Christmas Stories. Oh, I, I missed that. I did that. notice that. Yeah, it, yeah. If there's that, Judy Dench was in this movie for four seconds. Yes. Um, yes, was she thing. was. And then there was, and then the end of the movie is the end of the movie Scrooged. Like where they showed oh, the, the cast. Oh, yes, for yeah. for sure. That I, I did pick up on. This I movie is most in, it's most influenced by Scrooge. If you hated Scrooge, you'll hate this movie. If you like Scrooge, you'll think this movie's okay. I've never seen it, but I'm sure I would. I guess if I like, I mean, I thought this movie was okay, so I guess I would think Scrooge was okay. Uh, here's what I would say to transition us. I think the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special has a lot more chance of becoming a normal yes. part of my family's yes. viewing yes. holiday tradition that, I will totally than watch spirited. Again. I would my watch mom it again just this yelled, year. I'm at my parents' house right now for Christmas, as one does at 31. Sure. Um, and uh, my mom just heard what you said, and she just yelled across the house, I hate Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I loved the Christmas special so much. <laughs> I thought the Christmas special was so wonderful. Uh, to transition I, my, to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it might be my favorite thing from Phase 4. Ooh, that is okay. All right. So, just as we as we finish as we finish out the year here, we have now also finished out Phase 4 of the MCU. Um, and uh, previously, we had uh, given a whole rundown of what we thought of up to Phase 3 um, with our thoughts. But now we have, we, we've been through a whole phase now with both television series, films, and television specials. I think we would all agree on some level that there were some missteps. Indeed. That there was a lot of exposition. I think those are just sort of accepted yeah, things. Yeah, sure. Um, and that certain things worked pretty good. Oh, um, wait. Is WandaVision a part of Phase It is. Four? It was oh, the first well, thing of Phase like, 4. Then I take Guardians of the Galaxy so, back. I retract uh, <laughs> Just Just looking at this, let's let's deal with this in a uh, little bit of segments. Uh, let's start with, with um, the specials. Did I did not watch Werewolf by Night. Oh, I didn't either. It was exceptional. It's the best thing in Phase 4. It's so good. It's amazing. Okay, but I grew up watching the huh. Twilight Zone and um, like the Adams Family, and it is very much like that. It's designed to look like those. Is um, it scary? That's uh, why I didn't watch it. It's not really. Like, it's spooky, but it's not scary. But, like, how spooky? Um, Sarah, you could make it through. Okay, I might watch it next Halloween then. Speaking of things, Sarah, that you should not try to watch as a brief sidebar, you definitely need to not watch Inside Man. Okay. Do not watch it. Is that the RTD thing? No, uh, Moffat and Tennant. Yeah, that, that. Do not watch it. Okay. I'm just telling you right just flat out. I had considered it. Flat (laughs) out, do not watch that. I had considered it, but I won't. Do Um, they torture people? I don't want to talk about it to give away spoilers. Very well. I'm telling you, Sarah, do not watch Inside Man. Okay. Woo. It's always nice to have people that know, like, Sarah, this is too much. (laughs) Don't do it. Um, Save yourself the pain. That will not be a good choice for you. I enjoy how much of this podcast has and always will be protecting Sarah. (laughs) It's good. I need it in my life, honestly. Just don't don't do it, Sarah. No, no, no. Um, all right. uh, Anyway, okay. Off of the specials. Let's let's deal with TV shows. Okay, let, let me just list them for you all to refresh your memory. In order, this is in chrono order. 
not preference order, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki Season 1, What If Season 1, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Give me your top two and worst two. WandaVision is definitely in my top two. Um, Miss Marvel. I think Moon Knight's my other one. I loved Moon Knight, but I actually, I like... You reading those out to me made me realize I really enjoyed a lot of the TV shows. Because mm-hmm. I yeah. loved Miss Marvel. I loved She-Hulk. I loved... Uh, I actually really enjoyed What If. I know a lot of people didn't, but I did. I liked Loki. The only one that I really just didn't get a lot out of was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Can we yeah. unanimously <laughs> agree that Falcon and Winter Soldier is the worst TV show so far in the MCU? In fact. Yeah. I, I would actually, even though I enjoyed it a lot, I think that I think that She-Hulk and Moon Knight for me are tied for second to last. Even though there are moments in both that I think those two shows had some of the highest highs, but mm-hmm. also had some of the lowest lows. And because of that, I think they're two of the least, shall we say, like successful projects. Does that make sense? I would sure. disagree because I again, Moon Knight was in my top two, but I think I get there's it. an I argument to be people. made that Oscar Isaac is the best actor now in the MCU. Absolutely. That's entirely possible. And he might have been what sold me on that. Was just his like, his performance, performance in that as an actor was, was amazing. phenomenal. Exactly. No, that was amazing. Ma- yeah, but um, no, I really liked a lot of the TV shows. What about yours? <sighs> this is hard for me because I I adored a lot of these shows. In fact, something I would say overall about Phase Four as a whole, I liked the television series more than the films. I agree. I totally agree. I love as a whole. Universe of Madness. That's my favorite As thing a whole. Before, as a whole. Rare. Okay? As a yeah. whole. Um, I think WandaVision was a spectacular art piece. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised no one else has mentioned this, though, but, like, I think number two for me, and I'm telling y'all... We need to go back and rewatch it before Quantumania. I think Loki season one is going to go down as the thing that actually like was in terms of if we're talking master narrative of the MCU. Yeah. Loki season one is the only thing I think practically in the entire phase that was like the this was the this was the this was the gauntlet. This was the this was the jumping off point. This was the this was the thing that changed everything. It would probably have yes. been my number three. Like if we ranked three, it probably would have been there. Well, I, I did enjoy it a lot. Honestly, um, I think if you asked me tomorrow, I would rank them differently, and I'd rank them differently because I think I know it kind of depends so on good. the. St- yeah. I know. So I think for me, it would it would probably be WandaVision, though, at the top. And I think I would have to tie Miss Marvel with, with Loki. Mm-hmm. Solid. I adore Kamala Khan's character. I, like, I, I just, that is the character that the MCU needs. That's the future of the MCU. Without everything question. Else, everything else is starting to feel dated. Everything about Miss Marvel is now fresh. Yes. Everything is fresh about it. Uh, I- including Imani's performance. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. yeah, she was great. Well, and just the way, I mean, it's, it's. oh, man, everything about the, 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 the art direction, 
how youthful it feels. It, it Here's what it is. It's the first thing that the MCU has done in quite a while. It doesn't feel like it was made um, for 30-somethings. Uh, 30 for white male tears. And, and, and uh, Marvel t-shirts, you know? Yeah. Yes. You know? I mean, and let's also admit that we are going to, in Phase 5 now, watch a lot of the adult Avengers die and become evil. I mean, if we're headed toward Thunderbolts, <clears throat> you know, we're going to watch a lot of transformations of what is good, what is what is not, with Kang being this overarching source of not evil, but just taking over everything. Oh, uh, what's yeah. the quote from It's a... Disney? But we have Kamala Khan on the opposite side of that. Good is not a thing you are. It is a thing that you do. Mm-hmm. And gosh, so, I just love that character so much. To become a villain thing makes me think of, uh, well, it's a quote from a DC movie, but that you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so anyway, so there are some thoughts on the TV series. Man, if I never watch Falcon and Winter Soldier ever it's again. I it, I, it wasn't bad. I just don't remember anything about it. You don't remember the seven and a half minute long training sequence that we didn't need in episode five? There is a lot. I see. I just remember. I just. I remember enjoying each episode, but then being like, I, I, I feel like all I can say at the end of it is like, I watched a television show and then I moved on with my Exa- life. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I did yeah. like. I also felt like there was a lot of just kind of diversity throughout the TV shows, both in literal, yes. literal yeah. diversity, but also just in that. I don't always want something serious and depressing and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. several of these just were joyful or fun or a little almost yeah. lighter. She That was, yeah, that was so yes. kind of nice because life is depressing and yes. hard and serious. And at the end of the day, sometimes I just want to be happy for a like, lot of rumors. A lot of rumors that we're going to get a Hawkeye season two announcement soon. That would be, I thought that was That'd a fun, like, I forgot it, that show existed. Yeah. So I, good. It, Talk about something Christmassy. I actually thought about rewatching it throughout the Christmas season because mm-hmm. it was fun. It was fun. I hope that by the end of Phase Six, we've actually had Rogers the Musical on stage. Would love that. I think so. Would I think we that. will. I think here's as we transition to talking about the movies. I I want to know what you guys think about this. So I I deeply enjoyed both specials that we got. I'm also I'm not sure if I should be concerned that the specials model is existing because I'm concerned that we will, I don't know, a part of me is like excited about it because some things don't need to be a whole series. They can, like Bucky Falcon, if that had been like a one hour special, you know what, probably, probably would have been, been okay. fine. <clears throat> but also fine. I'm like, I'm like, what if someone would say, what if, what if someone said, man, want a uh, WandaVision, I don't know about that, <laughs> shrink it down to a special, you know what I mean? Or a movie yeah. shrinks down, you know what I mean? Like they've, they've they've got this other option now that's kind of like the equivalent of the Disney direct to VHS sequel. Um, A little bit. Yeah, I get that. I I think the thing, I think the thing though, like I, with the specials is I viewed them more just as an homage to the eighties. Okay. Like yeah. in in other words, in other words, we do TV now. 
Therefore, you have to do a Halloween special. You have to do a Thanksgiving special. You have to do a Valentine's Day special. You have to do a Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and I viewed them more as their function than anything else. Yeah. I guess I got concerned because I heard people online saying that they might shrink some of the projected series out in the future down to specials. Well, know, to I could see them doing that based on, I know there's been talk of people being like, oh, fatigue and things like that. Like, I could, I could see it. There also, there's been a lot of criticism on the side of the internet that I'm on, Sarah. <laughs> um, of, uh, that's the side filled with all the hate, folks. It's um, not is uh there there's been a lot of critiquing of the of the visual effects of phase four because they're literally farming them out to so many different subsidies at this point yes that vfx is not doing all the effects for the mcu anymore which i'm sure is how we ended up with she hulk's hair it's it's uneven amongst other things it's been very uneven some things like Honestly, I think, yeah, it's been uneven. There have been some, some of them have been good. Some of them have been b- very, very Truly good. awful. Some but of you know them. what like, I think would make a good special? if Instead of a Hawkeye season two, if they did, like, a Christmas special next year. Because essentially, yeah. Hawk, the first season of Hawkeye just felt like a really long Hallmark movie to me. Which yeah. is fine. I enjoyed it. I like yeah. Hallmark movies. But I would also enjoy just a Hawkeye Hallmark movie. I think one of the things, though, that we're seeing with the TV shows is I think they use the TV show, and I'm interested to see what happens with the TV shows in Phase 5 instead. The TV shows were a lot of function of the different paths that they were setting up for Phase 5 and Mm 6 for the films. Yeah. You know, obviously, we've used Falcon and Winter Soldier to set up Thunderbolts. Mm Mm-hmm. And that whole arc, we've used Loki basically to set up the entire Kang Dynasty saga. That's yeah. right. Um, we've used What If to really kind of break into the to show what's possible within the multiverse, so yeah. that when people are like, "What do you mean Ultron could just kill Thanos?" Well, of course, Ultra, of course, Ultron could just kill Thanos. Right. Anybody could just kill Th- Thor. Just did kill Thanos, except they played it because he should have gone for the head. That's not going to be the case with Kang. Miss um, Marvel obviously setting up mutants. Yeah. You know, like they're using these different things. She-Hulk setting up World War Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like they're the using stage. they're using these as as a set the stage. It's why I said at the beginning yeah. so much exposition. Yeah. So much exposition. Maybe now, too much exposition. Pa, it was a long phase. Like looking back, I, I think if you add all the other phases together, certainly in terms of screen minutes because of the television shows, this has got to be way more screen minutes, right? Because it's about the same number of films. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. It's a, it a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot um, of fun. Uh, all right, so with movies, give me your give me your top movie or two yes. and your lowest movie or two. Name them. Can you name them? Okay, me? yes, in in order. Chrono release order: Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals. Everyone forgot that that happened. I didn't. Spider Man, No Way Home, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, I loved so many of these movies. I know that I'm so. I know that I'm probably like alone in that and saying that a lot of people did not care for a lot of these movies. But I'm just sitting here going, maybe it's because I was really depressed for the last two years. But these movies like kept me going a little bit. Like I get um, it, I get it. So Shang Chi, 
is second place somehow to No Way Home, you know? And then Wakanda Forever after that? No, and then... Doctor well, Strange okay. after that? I have to tell you something. I have not seen Wakanda Forever, so I need to... Wow. It's part of my plan for this Christmas break. Oh. Um, everyone in my community in Fredericksburg told me that it wasn't great, minus two people whose opinions I actually trust. So... There you go. Yes. Oh, it is... Mm. You this need is to hard. be you need to be prepared to cry and then yeah. cry some more. Yeah. And then cry a little bit more. Yeah. And then you, cry again. And then think good. you're done crying and then cry two more times. Oh, that might be my favorite. I like crying. Crying is fun. There's a lot of it. Crying is almost as fun as laughing. Wow. Um, I would like to say that Angela Bassett has given the best film performance in the history of the MCU and hopefully will get an Oscar nomination as the first actor nominated for any acting category at the Oscars uh, with a Best Supporting Actress nod for Wakanda Forever because she is a queen. Um, mm-hmm. Her performance in Wakanda Forever is incredible. Does she play the mother? Who yes. does she play? Yeah, yeah the yes. mother. Yeah, she okay. was quite Queen Ramonda? Ram- I think Ram- it's Ramonda. Ramonda. She was, mm-hmm. she was really good. Um... Uh, okay, so I'm going to go with my least favorite first, Black Widow. I never need to see that movie again. I found Black Widow incredibly difficult to watch. It, it like, emotionally difficult to watch. If it Not was in a 10 good years way. earlier. I wish it was 10 years earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. We needed that movie before the first Avengers. It was hard. It was a hard watch. It was or at least before Ultron. I just Definitely. remember being, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was hard. Um, I, I, so enjoyed Thor in the movie theater. Same. I also see the problems with Thor. Yes. Whereas Doctor Strange, I did not like in the movie theater. I love that character, but I enjoyed it more in the rewatch. That's good. See, I, I love that movie. I think part of it is because. I was talking to someone about this the other day. I I have a a higher value I think than most people for visual effects and art like visual artistry and I feel like that movie it was the highest level of visual artistry in terms of like wonder and wild stuff like I think that movie gave us the most of that um and, and Sam yet, Raimi I love Sam Raimi. And yet if I could pose a question about mm-hmm. Doctor Strange how much of the multiverse which was in the title of the movie did you actually see that is the main problem it's not doctor strange in the multiverse of madness it's not doctor strange in one other place for a little while it's not even doctor strange it's oh gosh what was that girl's america America chavez it's america chavez's origin story america chavez oh and doctor strange and scarlet witch are here too yeah yes because the main character of that movie was scarlet witch right right Yes. Um, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Oh, this is hard. It is hard. I'm gonna say. Mm, the faces he's making, guys. The faces. He's a, he's thinking hard. I'm gonna say Wakanda Forever, Shang Chi, one two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I think Spider-Man was a thing that you had to see once, and I don't know that it's as good on the rewatch. That might be true, actually. It I think was it was, a, the it, most it was a gag. Experience. 
It was, it was oh. a gag it was in the experience. theater. Okay. Yeah, that's, well, that's like Spi- the, it's like the sixth sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spider-Man's probably my number one. Is it? Yeah, I think so. The others, I, I was having a really hard time deciding because, to be honest, I mean I, the world agrees with you, Sarah. I well, I just <laughs> when I was looking through, I none of them was I like, oh, this was my favorite. Like, I enjoyed looking at that list. Other than Black Widow, so other than Black Widow, I enjoyed all of those movies to a degree. I actually really liked Eternals. I didn't same um, quite a bit. It, it might even rank high, but like none of them was I like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I loved this and I really want to go watch it again. Yeah, it, it, interestingly enough, the only one that I have watched multiple times, like beyond twice, yeah, is Shang Chi. And I did, I liked Shang Chi a lot too. Like this, they all kind of just fell into a very middling place for me, where like I enjoyed them. I did. I don't know if I like love, love, loved any of them but i really did enjoy a lot of them pretty much all of them i've watched i've watched shang chi four times i think that's about where i'm at i've watched multiverse of madness almost three times i haven't watched watched, the third twice i've watched uh thor love and thunder four times yeah i really enjoyed that one that movie is made for me though it's like i watched them all once in theaters and that's and, it? Yeah. They were fun. They were good. They just weren't. Interesting. They didn't, I don't know. They. I, I, just, I enjoyed them. Fine. They were good. They just didn't make me want to watch them more than that. Maybe my aesthetic is B grade, but I, these movies hit, like, and I don't mean that badly. I just mean, like, I think that I have this thing for, like, esoteric B grade movies that are just a little bit too cheesy, like, like I used to watch. Oh, what was that movie called? Um, there's all these movies from the '80s and early '90s about about the Soviets um, and the future and soldiers and the, the, there's all that these different right. movies that that have that same kind of plot. I mean, that motif is in a lot of films, right? But with, it's with John John Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. Universal um, Soldier. Universal Soldier. Yeah. See, like those. Oh, I know my JCVD, baby. Those. Those. <laughs> Bloodsport. Bloodsport was a very high-ranking movie of my childhood. But that level of movie that gets about a 68 to 70 on Rotten Tomatoes. I, IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. Those yeah. are those are that is honestly the thing that I will turn on the TV the most often. More well, than and see, that's 98 to 100 percent. And see, that time. is why you and I, Michael, if I may, both adored. Uh, the movie to me of 2022 was not in the MCU. The movie of 2022 was Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate how good that movie was. (laughs) Like, I hate it. That movie was so spectacular. It was disgusting. Listen, listen. Just about to come out on Amazon Prime. The director of the school that I'm at here was talking about leadership, and he said, I just watched that Maverick movie again, and he starts to cry. He was crying about the about the Top Gun movie because, because what do you do when your people doubt it? You have to go do it yourself yeah. and show them that what they need to do is possible. Literally, and it was just like yeah. So that movie, 
that's the number one movie of phase four of the MCU, unfortunately, guys. But also, <laughs> Werewolf by Night. I can't believe you guys haven't watched that. It yeah. is- I'll watch. I'll watch it. I over wasn't break. sure if it would be scary. I did love the 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 Guardians holiday special, though. I liked that a lot. Me too. Me too. Look, All right, I, I'm going to say my top. Can that be my favorite movie? I'm going to go ahead and say top thing of in the entirety of Phase Four for me, WandaVision. Same. Likely that. Likely that. Yeah. I loved. I loved. I think it's the best. I think I enjoyed other things more, but I think it's honestly because I burned myself out on WandaVision because I watched oh. the first two episodes like 14 times. I loved. Oh my gosh. I just the, and I think. Some of it too is also just when it came out. Like, yes. yeah. talk about something that helped you get through something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. You remember how much fun we had watching oh. those? Trying, and trying to, to guess figure out everything. And I think that's part of it too. Is I I love something that I have to try to figure out that I can't yeah. guess that I don't know what's coming. And I a lot of we were looking stuff, up we were looking up song lyrics to the we were trying to figure out what song was on the radio playing in the and, episode. And it was Help Me Rhonda, and I was like, what? Like, and if yeah. I may, like in the end though, probably the greatest message of the entirety of Phase Four. Oh. Yeah. What what is grief what is, but love, if not love, love persevering? I oh. loved the best. I mean, that's the best. That's just the yeah. best. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to give uh, us a prediction right. on phase five? I mean, I know where we're going with phase five, but like, well, we all yes. know where we're headed now. I mean, the the beauty of right. where we are at the moment is now we get to what. So as soon as Quantum Mania hits, I predicted this a phase early. Sorry, everybody, I've said it before. I predicted a phase too early that Jonathan Majors post Loki would be in everything. Jonathan Majors is going to start appearing everywhere. Do you think they'll ever address the Eternals? (sighs) That's where I'm at. I really that sigh is where I'm at. Chloe Zhao has still said that there is a script out there for a second one. I really liked the Eternals, like. I think Same. they mishandled it in some ways, just in that, like, so this was something that just personally got my nerves. I actually own two Eternals t-shirts, and the thing that really annoyed me is Cersei's character is, like, they, they she's it's really small. Like, she is the main character of that movie, mm-hmm. and yet on any merch you look at, the main person they have really big Angelina is, Jolie. Well, her and, um, oh gosh, the Icarus. Icarus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they weren't the main characters. They're just white and pretty. But like, Cersei's character is the main character. Super cool and also beautiful. I was like, going to say, and the best looking about, person in the film. Gorgeous, Gemma Chan is. But like, yeah. what a cool ca- Like, she was the star of it. And yeah. Let's acknowledge that. And what a powerful character, too. Anyway. How really Asian the, the how Asian Phase Four was. I hope it stays that way. Oh, I definitely think we're going to see more and more of that for sure. The word dynasty is in the Kang Dynasty, so I'm hoping there's there's some Asian influenced architecture. You know, that's what well. I'm I mean, um, as we get into the you know microcosmos of uh, you know Micropolis. Yes. Uh, in in the MCU, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, apparently, apparently, Bill Murray's character is in Quantum Mania for quite a few more minutes than was originally anticipated, oh. um, uh, as the probably like uh, leader of Micropolis. Um, Interesting. Uh, so we'll see exactly what happens with that. But it will be uh, it's going to be uh, an exciting couple of years um, because. Yay. 
Let's admit, though, that the uh, Avengers squad, when they get around to Kang Dynasty, going to look real different. I know. Yeah. It's going to look yeah. real different. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get okay with it. I mean, it's going to yeah. look, because I bet Hemsworth is out at this point. You think so? I do. Probably. After the after the diagnosis, I think I think he's done. What diagnosis? It's not an actual diagnosis. He has he has two genetic markers from both sides of his family for early onset Alzheimer's, which makes him oh, very no. likely to develop early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So um, not a yet, but okay. Um, I think he might do one more, but he's really tried to back away from acting to focus on not being stressed out. I get it. Well, and I would think spending time with his family as much, like, exactly while he's him. Exactly. Oof. Nah, um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, I mean, what do we think the over-under is on them them actually offering RDJ $150 million to do one project and come back for Secret Wars? He has to. I could totally see I mean, them. there's no way that there's not a Stark variant in Secret Wars. In Secret totally Wars. Totally see them doing that. Well, because also... If they wait long enough, it might not have to be that much because what has he done in the? L- he, oh, he's a, if you vocal fam. If you have not seen the trailer for Oppenheimer, oh, this looks that? like it could be Nolan's magnum opus. And I'm saying that as the the guy who directed both Interstellar, Inception, and Dark Knight. Oppenheimer looks incredible. Did everyone else notice how Nick used the word both, but then named three things? <laughs> yes, I did. Because originally, originally, see. I was only going to say Dark Knight and Inception, and then I remembered that he also directed Interstellar. Okay, well, so he's going to be in that, and that will probably be a big deal. But other than that, it has been sparse. That Doolittle movie did not do well. Oh, he's going to be in Sherlock Holmes Three. Will I see it and love it? Yes. But is it a sequel? Yes. I mean, he made seventy-five million to do Endgame, and then got paid twenty million just to come back and say one line. The guy, what does he need to do at this point? Exactly. What one what line did he, he come what back for? Twenty million dollars. I am Iron Man. They didn't. Really? That wasn't in the script. They had no line. Well, really? Yes, maybe, that was in post. Maybe he's worth that didn't much. Even know that. Wow. And maybe, and I think they would pay him that if he asked for it. But also, you know, give it a few years, and if he doesn't do much, guys, I need to ask you one important MCU question that I just need to address. We agree that Captain Marvel is a great movie, right? I think I liked it. I mean, admittedly, it's been a while since I watched it, but I I enjoyed Captain sure. Marvel. Yes, I Fun love times. that character. So you I wouldn't mean, describe it as a trash movie with no plot. Right? No, it definitely had plot. It definitely had a plot. It definitely had a plot. Okay. Okay. That I just have some 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 people I love very much in my life who tried adamantly to convince me that Captain Marvel is a trash movie with no plot. Is it possible they just that's... don't like Brie Larson? Because I feel like that's what a lot of people have. Because the Brie Larson hate is real. It's real. Yeah. You know what I had forgotten? That Brie Larson is an Academy Award winning actress. Yes. In fact, she is. Yeah. But people hate her. Yes, they do. I mean, Y'all to seen the room, point right? that, like... Have seen what? I have not seen Room. Room? Uh, oh, yeah, no, uh-uh, I never saw That's it. a Brie Larson project, right? Yeah. That's what she won the I Oscar for, isn't it? I think that's what the Oscar it? was Guys, for. Guys, that movie, you have to see it, okay? Now, 
prepare yourself. Sarah, really prepare yourself. Um, it's not violent. It's not like it's not like gruesome, so, but it's, it's just intense emotionally. It's one of those movies that I have read the synopsis for because I know I'll never watch it. <laughs> I'm I, concerned I that it would make you terrified that this would happen to you. Sarah. Yes, that's why I haven't watched it. Like, because I vaguely knew because I think it's based on a book. So, I, and mm. I knew someone who did a report on the book. So I vaguely knew what it was about. So I read the synopsis one time because sometimes I get on kicks where I'll read like the Wikipedia pages for horror movies or like serial killers. And it's not like a good thing for me to do, but I do it. This movie is that, is the same it's as the part of that. me that wants to be the like basic girl listening to her true, true crime podcast. Like I can't do that, but periodically, I can read a bunch of Wikipedia pages. Mm. And I spend the next few days, you know, looking Why at the women of my car to make sure people aren't about to hop out at me. Why are millennial women obsessed with murder? I think it comes from this place of, like, it's fascinating. And also, in your head, there's that little bit of you that's like, I got to be prepared. Like, this could happen to me. I'm not going to be this person. Um, I need, I'll see it coming. I think. It's because the world is not safe for women. Got it. That was a much sadder answer than I thought it would Sorry. be. Sorry, I, I, yeah. On on a different turn, um, some Please. of the other some of the other best media I've seen this year. Definitely want to give a shout out to The Crown season five. Oh. Imelda Staunton, incredible. Just you don't see her as Umbridge as Umbridge one time. Oh, thank goodness. Because that, really? that's been my concern. You only see her as QE two. That is I was it. really concerned right. about that, honestly. That is it. You don't Huey see did. her as 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 her Harry Potter at, and Elizabeth Debicki as um, Princess Diana. I've heard amazing things about that. I've seen who it. is in the MCU, by the way, did not realize that till as... I went to her IMDb page. She was the leader of the Sovereign in Guardians oh. 2, the golden woman who creates Adam. Well, I could see how you might have uh, missed oh. the similarity, given that she's not painted gold. As, in <laughs> and also the looks, crown. and her mannerisms and look are very. They're spot oh on. Oh my I've gosh! I uh, I'm a little <laughs> bit on the like royal, royal talk. Wow. Um, on TikTok, oh. and so I've seen a lot of stuff about the crown and comparisons between that portrayal and princess die those two particularly this season were okay. just remarkable since that's now that you're telling me that there's a 100 percent chance that my family will watch the crown season five while i'm here because my mother is obsessed obsessed guys with with princess diana well because, that sounds because right. her name is diana and uh, uh, we have a napkin from the royal wedding in our curio cabinet next to all of our family heirlooms. Amazing. It, yes. uh, Amazing. It, is, it is maybe the best TV I've seen this year. Fabulous. Um, it's, it, was, it was pretty spectacular. Uh, Sarah and I are going to try to watch some Ted Lasso yeah, over the yeah, break. Yeah. Um, oh, is, there, is, the, is the season three out? No, we just, we, just never we haven't it. had Apple TV, neither of oh us. Oh, my God. Are you serious? God. And yeah. so we're going to try to watch some Ted Lasso over the break. Now he has it, so... You guys are in for a treat. Oh I'm my excited. God. I signed Please up for that... Uh, all the messages about Ted Lasso. I'm I signed so up excited. for that Apple One thing. 
um, mm-hmm. so that I could have Apple Music and actually create playlists again. That's nice. And uh, still have the memory. And then I was like, well, I might as well just do this bundled thing because it ended up saving me money. Hey. Yeah. Um, it's nice when that happens. So, uh, so anyway, so we're going to try to watch Ted Lasso over the break. Yeah. Um, that's definite. But anyway, Crown Season 5 is one of the, definitely one of the finer things I've, I've watched this year. Um, and God, I hate to say it, but Top, Top Gun Maverick best film so of 2022 i mean I, I don't even like that i'm saying these words okay, yeah you guys kept making fun of this film you kept i made fun of this film for five years it helps i'll still make fun of it it was incredible it was so good <laughs> it was so good I Sarah, also, Sarah's silence is in having never seen it. I would like to point out i have not seen it i just i made the mistake of watching the original top gun because I felt like I should do that before I went and saw the sequel, and I did not like it at all. No, you all. hated it. I hated it. I hated it. And so I have not been able to make myself go watch Top Gun Maverick, but I guess when it comes out on Prime, Jamie's going to want to watch it, so I'll probably end up watching well, it. Well, Jamie's welcome to come watch it with me if he would like, because he I love would. it. He probably would. The Top would. Gun and Days of Thunder, which is like the Walmart brand Top Gun, um, it's Top Gun, but it's Top Gun with Tom Cruise, but still, but still in stock cars, but it's, it's NASCAR instead. Yeah. So yes. it's literally the same film, yeah, but yes. with yeah. So it's the same. It's a that's, just, that's my that's my vibe, mm, man. So mm, yeah. Anyway, all right, Vogel fam. Well, this was a long Merry Christmas, Merry Happy Christmas holidays. to everyone. Merry Christmas. Uh, if you're still listening um, and uh, you'd love to send Vocal Fry a 200th yeah. episode shout out, um, that I can send you that link, um, or it's on my social, our social media, and my own personal social media from back a few weeks ago. I'm gonna send, put it out again here before right around New Year's. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'd love to have you send a, just a little shout out, a, just a cheers, Vocal Fry, or. Um, uh, maybe your favorite memory or, 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 or something of the show. And we're just thank you, thankful that uh, you've been with us now for 200 episodes almost. Um, Wild. Uh, that'll be coming out probably the end of January. This episode will be episode 196, um, which is hard to believe. 196 episodes crazy. in five and a half seasons of this show. Um, uh, five and a half years ago, almost six years ago now, we were like, yeah, we're going to do a podcast. Because we all need therapy. And Sarah was like, this seems like a terrible idea. And Michael was like, here's a theme song. But here we are. I love that I sent that theme song as a joke and you're like, it's perfect. This is it. (laughs) And it will be it. Everyone now knows us as our doo-doos. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yes. They're like your doo-doos at the beginning. Love it. I love it. Incredible. Uh, I love it. Good times. All right, Vocal Fam. Merry Christmas. I hope you and yours get some time together here at the yeah. holidays. Maybe you get a little bit of a break. Uh, and Watch uh, some Christmas movies and watch, make cookies. Watch some Christmas movies. Bake some cookies. Cook yourself a nice holiday, whatever you're going to cook stay yourself. Warm. Uh, stay warm. Turn not your water to mention, turn your faucets on. Yes, and, and those of you who are in the weather about to, we're about to go through. Everybody is. Drip, drip your faucets, leave your cabinets open. Uh, People who listen to us that are actually from up north are probably laughing at us right no, now. even up north sometimes you've got to drip your faucets. I know, I mean, but just the fact that we're like, make sure you do this and make sure. I didn't know you had to put things over the little, the little hose things. Yes. But apparently that's really important. I covered all of ours. 
Fill your yeah. bathtub with water in case you need to drink nasty old bath water for a week, and that's I'll all you just, got. I'll just die. It's okay. <laughs> JK, JK, all right. guys. I have some water yeah. bottles in the garage. Uh, anyway, Sarah, five and a half years, breakfast. Oh, uh, you know, another boring morning of Greek yogurt and granola. But it was pretty good. Mm. I did. I So our coffee maker is on the spritz. That's not right. It's on the fritz. That's what the it is. Spritz. It's on the fritz. <laughs> it's on the fritz. It's, it's Aperol. It's, oh dear. But, uh, so it's one of those Keurig Duo things. Would not super recommend. But um, the coffee pot doesn't super work anymore. So we've been using K-Cups. And I got the Christmas Starbucks K-Cups. And those have been my coffee in the morning. That Starbucks it, Christmas pot is pretty good. It's pretty good. Excuse me. Yeah. So that's that. Well, I made my daughter waffles this morning, I as was her it. promise on her first day off of I'm school. I'm sure she loved it. And, uh, and uh, all right, Vocal Fam. Well, listen, we'll be back with you in the new year. Yeah. Um, and uh, enjoy your holiday. Michael, thanks for joining us. Yes, yeah, Michael. absolutely. All right. all right. Let's see. How do I do this? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>